0: It's Tuesday, March 22nd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. is sending some of the Soviet-made air defense equipment it secretly acquired decades ago to bolster the Ukrainian military as it seeks to fend off Russian air and missile attacks, U.S. officials said. The systems, which one U.S. official said include the SA-8, are decades old and were obtained by the U.S. so it could examine the technology used by the Russian military and which Moscow has exported around the world. The weapons are familiar to Ukraine's military, which inherited this type of equipment following the breakup of the Soviet Union. The Pentagon declined to comment on the U.S. decision to reach into its little-known arsenal of Soviet weapons, which comes as the Biden administration is mounting a major push to expand Ukraine's air defense capabilities. Meanwhile, Russian attacks struck Kiev, Odessa, and other locations across Ukraine, as Moscow appears to be shifting its battle plan to compel Ukraine to relinquish claims to its southern and eastern territory. The Ukrainian government on Monday rebuffed Russia's demand to surrender the embattled port city of Mariupol, where intense fighting continued. As its military offensive against Ukraine has stalled, Russia is increasingly bombing civilian areas in what is evolving into a war of attrition aimed at pressuring the government in Kiev into granting concessions and acquiescing to Moscow's demands. The seeming tactical shift comes as President Biden is heading to Europe this week for meetings with allies and partners in NATO, the G7, and European states, including Poland. They are expected to discuss deterrence efforts, humanitarian relief, and the campaign of sanctions against Russia. On Capitol Hill, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said the central bank was prepared to raise interest rates in half-percentage-point steps and high enough to deliberately slow the economy if it concluded such steps were warranted to bring down inflation. Mr. Powell's remarks struck a tougher tone than he used just days earlier in a press conference, after the Fed voted to raise its benchmark rate by a quarter point, and he signaled a stronger bias toward lifting rates until the central bank sees clear evidence that inflation is falling to its 2% target. The Fed lifted the rate from near zero to a range between 0.25% and 0.5% last week, and officials penciled in a series of additional increases raising it to slightly below 2% at the end of this year and to around 2.75% next year. Around the world, the effort to revive the 2015 Iran nuclear deal agreement now hinges on perhaps the most politically sensitive issue in the negotiations, whether to remove the U.S. terrorism designation for Iran's elite revolutionary guards, the country's powerful security force. The issue is galvanizing opposition to the nuclear deal in Washington and among Middle East allies such as Israel, where the government issued stinging public criticism of any attempt to remove the terrorism designation of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. The U.S. has accused the Guard of killing hundreds of Americans. The Guard has long faced U.S. sanctions for its ballistic missiles programs and alleged human rights violations and was placed on the counterterror sanctions list in 2017. Those backing compromise argued the other sanctions on the Guard would still keep foreign companies away from dealing with Guard-linked Iranian firms, damping the economic benefits of any nuclear deal for Iran. Opponents, however, argue the foreign terror organization listing is a necessary punitive deterrent. And Judge Katanji Brown Jackson ended the first day of her Senate confirmation hearings by saying she hoped to embody the skill and integrity, civility, and grace of Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, whom she clerked for and now seeks to succeed. In a comment from Judge Jackson on Monday, she said, I know that my role as a judge is a limited one, that the Constitution empowers me only to decide cases and controversies that are properly presented, and I know my judicial role is further constrained by careful adherence to precedent. Democratic senators praise the nomination of Judge Jackson as historic. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this Daily Morning Brief on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and themorningnews.com.